0: Hi with Julian on the Brown Note and Australian News Media the worst in the developed world part two um I I started this channel a couple of years ago for one primary reason I was so offended by the fact that there was Scott Morrison had been given such a free ride uh and a liberal party in Australia and the right wing had been given such a free ride by all of our news media that weren't reporting anything at all you know the International Monetary Fund says Australia has gone into a recession under their watch in 2019. The Australian news media just ignored it. They just didn't hold them to account. They had never held the government to account. And I would qualify that Australia has the worst news media in the world by saying that Australia and the UK have the worst news media in the world. Not solely because they are Murdoch countries either. Unfortunately, it's across the board. So, in Australia, we have a relentlessly homogenised news media with regards to being very promoting of the Liberal Party and right-wing values. The print news media in Australia is the third most concentrated ownership in the world behind the state-owned media of Egypt and China. The TV networks, Channel 9, Channel 10, Channel 7... Uh, just relentlessly in lockstep with that, Channel 9 own the Sydney Morning Herald. The Sydney Morning Herald used to be our bastion of reporting that would hold the government to account. They're now run by the ex-deputy prime minister of Australia, Peter Costello, who is a died in a war liberal, who is chairman of Channel 9, who own who were allowed, for some reason, to buy the Sydney Morning Herald, and journalistic standards have cratered. Um, It's gone from being an excellent newspaper maybe 10, 15 years ago into being slightly worse than the Murdoch Press. Uh, Our radio stations, 2GB, they're all right-wing talkback stations. We have... Rupert Murdoch buying up every regional newspaper in Australia and then closing them down. Um, But what's happened recently has been, in the last two weeks, has been a great embodiment of why our news media is so bad. It all kicked off with the Sydney Morning Herald and their pro-Scott Morrison, anti-China champion, Peter Harcher, who has got a lot of skin in the game, and a raft of pieces attacking China... One of them from Peter Harcher, which he co-wrote with someone else, mentioned in its headline about reintroducing national service where 18 year old Australians would be forced into the military to fight China. This is like three or four days ago. The other part of the headline was that we should look to being a nuclear base for America to fight China. Peter Costello, who is the chairman of Channel 9, who owns the Sydney Morning Herald, has a lot of ties with the defence industry. This isn't good stuff, it's certainly not good for Australia. We've also seen a royal commission into robo-debt. Robo-debt is one of the most egregious and illegal schemes ever enacted upon the poorest Australians. A computerised system that would debit money from people's accounts who were on welfare championed by Scott Morrison, our previous Prime Minister, that ended up allegedly costing 2,000 people their lives through suicide. People that already had no money, having money taken out of their accounts, often unaccountably so, in fear killing themselves. Can you imagine if Labour had done that? Mm. Labour had done anything one hundredth of a percentile as bad as robo-debt. It would be wall-to-wall front coverage. We've just had a Royal Commission into it, excoriating everyone involved. It was illegal. We've paid billions of dollars back. It's barely featured in the newspapers. Not in the Sydney Morning Herald, not in the Telegraph. Not on Channel 9, not on Channel 10, not on Channel 7's main news programs. Maybe one story every now and again. It should have been front page news every single day of the week. The commissioner who ran the Royal Commission into RoboDebt called out the mainstream news media in an unprecedented comment about the patchy reporting, alluding to how much it hasn't been in the press. John Barilaro, uh, the most one of the most corrupt people in New South Wales politics, based on his angling for uh, creating himself a trade envoy position uh, and a juicy wage, uh, and being caught uh, and not getting a job. Um, Friendly Georgie's Jordan, Jordan Starks, one of the premier, if not the premier, internet news source, released explosive. Audio of him, John Barillaro, talking about using public funds to buy votes. Oh, that allow, is, me, oh. allow me on your night, as you accept and are gracious, yeah. allow me not to be as gracious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, mal- if exactly. I would appreciate that if you give me that little privilege. Uh, little yeah, exactly. we' I'm the one that's got to try and get to ERC and explain how I've given $100 million in an election. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. And that's just ticking over, there's still five days to go. (laughs) (laughs) Anything could happen? Anything could happen now. George put in that Singleton needs a new fire station, so I think we'll be funding that this week. (laughs) I've got to explain to a commission why I've spent $100 million of public taxpayers' money buying votes and if Singleton wants a new fire station, There's still five days to go to an election. Now, if Labour had done anything like this, the universal condemnation like there has been over Labour saying that in three years' time they might wind back a tax concession on superannuation. We have had radio silence on this. We are in the middle of an election campaign. New South Wales Liberals are days away from an election campaign. You've got the ex-deputy premier New South Wales, saying about spending $100 million of taxpayers' money to buy votes. Complete radio silence. You look at the difference in the level of reporting on from the hard right towards someone like Brittany Higgins, who accused um, Bruce Lerman of raping her in the office of the Liberal Party, and uh, the trial fell apart because of a juror. After she testified and he refused to testify because that's exactly what you do when you're innocent. The level of abuse that senior journalists on the right have given her versus nothing when it comes the other way around. And it's not just Murdoch Press. We've got the soft right of the Sydney Morning Herald who almost unilaterally support the Liberals in elections but have found it virtually impossible to do so. Ramming home war rhetoric against China. In in ways, and ignoring any story that comes up about liberals. We're in the middle of an election campaign and you've got this friendly Geordie's piece. Live footage, the kind of thing that media goes mental over. Actual recording of your voice saying that you're buying votes. Yet they will crucify anyone from Labour if they do a single solitary thing. As the commissioner into the Royal Commission on Rubber Debt said, the reporting by the mainstream media is patchy, but congratulations to the people on Twitter like Ronnie Salt, the people on YouTube as well like Friendly Geordies, that's where our news media is now. There is no such thing as left media. People want to make out that the ABC is left media, not to me on the left it isn't. It's far too right. But you watch a, such a homogenized right-wing media that the ABC and even the panel on Channel 10 look left-wing to you. I can assure you it isn't. The future is definitely independent journalism in places like Twitter and YouTube. Because no real firebrand that would hold the government, a right-wing government to account would ever get a job in Australian news media today.